Welcome back to the Nightlife Podcast, Season 4, Episode 7. Guys, today I have uh, a call with my friend Lina Restrepo from Infinity Personnel. We are going to have a conversation about a sore subject, which is, you know, this unemployment and the issues and how we can go about to finding, you know, new job, new opportunities, what it is that we should be doing at this time. Um, and also, we're going to touch on a different subject, uh, another matter, which is what we're going to begin the episode uh, with, which is um, a product that she has that uh, caught my attention uh, that is called Test My Drink. So without uh, further uh, ado, let's begin. Lena, welcome to the Nightlife Podcast. How are you? Hi, Julio. Thank you for having me. I'm good in yourself. Dude, long time no see. How good to see you. Good. good, um, good. So, yeah. So, anyway, guys, Lena is a good friend. She's from uh, my home country of Colombia. Uh, we've known each other for a while. Uh, you know, in the nightlife industry, you get to meet a lot of interesting people. Um, and Lena was a client, um, as a matter of, of fact. Um someone who i believe didn't go out too much but when she did she was always going going to um to our venues Here, uh, venue. yeah and you know what i was i was thinking before i got on this call with you that there's one thing that uh that kind of makes sense as to one of the projects that you have going on which is the whole the, the test my drink thing something that i saw um, you know, on your social media, and I want you to tell me a little bit about it because you are somebody that I remember. Remember, when you would go to our venues, you would always tell me and Gustavo Aquila, my partner, that you felt that if you went to our parties, you were safe. You know, exactly. when you felt super comfortable coming to us and being, you know, where we were, and you knew that you would be safe there, and and that's something that you wouldn't, you know, get everywhere else. Um, for us, it's been something that we kind of. You know, always, always see, I guess, because we stay away from from doing any any kind of venue event, the type of crowd that we handle and all that kind of thing that we don't see a lot of bad stuff, I guess, you know, um, but we do know that stuff happens in the yeah. industry. Um, so I'd, lo I'd love to hear a little bit about about Test My Drink. What, what is that about? Yeah. OK, so like you mentioned, uh, I've never been the party girl, but whenever I did go out, it was with you guys because, yeah, I did feel safe because. There's many bad people out there and anything can happen, right? Um, especially at clubs and, and being, you know, a, a woman, you're exposed to so many things. And even guys, like a guy can can drug another person's uh, drink, either to steal, to, I don't know, um, get with their girl or something. Right. So one day take, I was... Take advantage. Yes, Exactly. So one day, you know, my mom owns a spa and we, I was there with her and she, we were about to leave and a guy like knocked and he said, oh, uh, do you have a spot? So my mom was like, I, she looked at me and I was like, yeah, go, go for it. So it was this person, his name is Johan, forgot the name for a second. And he, he started telling me, he's, he's also from Colombia. So he starts telling me, oh no, is that tomorrow I have... Uh, an interview with Al Rojo Vivo. And I was like, you know, minding my own. I was like, hey, right. but what do you do? 
and he's like, oh, no, well, I work for corporate uh, America, but I also have a side business that's called Test My Drink. And I'm like, so it caught my attention. I was like, Test My Drink, what is it about? And he's like, oh, it's, so it's basically, um, actually, I have it here. Okay. So what it is, is you can test if your, your drink is being compromised with drugs. Um, there's... I believe three types of drugs that, that can be identified. So okay. let's say you, you take a, some drops from your drink and, and you tap it here. And if it turns blue, then it means that your drink has been compromised. So when okay. he showed me this, I was like, oh, my God, give me your business card. <laughs> right. And from there, like we went, we, we got together many times and I told him, like, you know, I, I see so much potential in this because it's something that happens every day and you don't you don't know um, whether your drink is being compromised or not like you might feel bad the next day and you probably think it's a, a regular hangover but yeah. it, it's not you know it can be that your your drink was actually compromised right so, do you know from having conversations with him and working with with you know with the test my drink um any numbers statistics or something as to where it happens most is it more like college kind of things events or whatever or is it clubs yeah, or it, it's actually actually um in fraternities right it happens a lot a lot a lot um i remember when i first started posting it on my personal instagram um i knew this because one of my ex-boyfriends had told me uh about a, a guy that happened to and i didn't i didn't believe it but when he actually uh commented like in a private message saying, oh, it actually happened to me. Right. Um, we don't know what happened, but he woke up in a hotel with two guys. <laughs> so he didn't know whether he was raped. He, wow. Like crazy, crazy ideas. They they stole his watch, his wallet. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. I, I, I've, I know of friends who've been out in the very late hours when they should be home sleeping um and and have found themselves in similar situations from meeting people they didn't know or giving somebody a ride or like the craziest stories that you would never believe and and you know believe it or not most of the stories that i have heard it's been guys that have been yeah definitely well as a matter of fact um out of all the things that i do um i i like to go to um orphanages um, in Colombia with another organization that I have, Friends for Global Change. And so we go to an orphanage in Colombia and it's for kids that they're like, it's called an orphanage, but they have either their mom or their dad alive, but they're just there because they they were raped by their parents. They were raped by somebody close. And when when we were talking to the person in charge of the facility, she says that uh, boys get raped more than girls do because right. a girl is going to talk. A guy is not going to talk. Mm. So, and, and with this, it's, it's true. Like you might not say like, Oh, you know, I was raped by a guy, but a girl is definitely going to say that. Right. You know? it, it might be still hard to say, but they will come out at some point in time, you know, yeah. especially now it, they're coming out a lot more. Wow. It's crazy. And, and I also hear that it's more common to come from somebody in the family or close to the people, right? That's so crazy. It's crazy, I know. 
You know, the, what's the name of the movie um, that Cardi B did? Mm. Um, Not sure what we're talking about. Which one? Well, it's about this. Okay, no, I haven't. It's a group of strippers, and and they they use drugs to drug. The Wait, time. is that the the J Lo movie? Right, the J Lo and Cardi B. What's the name? Yeah, of yeah. That movie? No, I don't remember the the name again, but now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I was. I remembered J Lo doing the, the the pole dancing for a second. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's again see again that's a story of women using it you know uh take advantage of men of course you're gonna you know it's both ways um and and it's something have, have you have you spoken there you go there you go hustle uh, have you spoken to to uh to people at clubs ever because i feel like they would be against having it somehow you know Um, yes, yes, definitely, because they don't want people to have the wrong impression that mm -hmm. maybe they can get their drinks compromised, right. there, which is totally understandable. Mm -hmm. um, I think it would work better because, you know, at, at the in the bathrooms that you have like the person. Right. With, so that'll be like a good um, example. Um, It's prevention be before the condom. <laughs> right right yeah. so uh, i wish i could show you because okay so this is this is on sale on amazon and on walmart okay and it comes 10 10 of the of the scripts right right but we also have that you can put um like behind the cell phone okay so you can just and and this doesn't expire like for example this one is is valid until 2022 so okay. you can have it there for whenever or even in your wallet or right anywhere you can, you can have this yeah But, i didn't i didn't know this existed so so it's very interesting and i think it's something that it's needed i think the industry needs to start looking at certain things you know a little more openly and not be afraid of what people may may think or not we need to make it as safe as possible for everybody in the end you know in the long run i think it is something that could be in the bathrooms definitely there could be you know access to it very easily um i also think there's people in the industry who should be having this around them because they are also at a very very vulnerable situation you know a lot of the times um you know we're handling money while we're here you know uh, people may be standing around just you know waiting be uh, mainly for for sexual reasons right no like, no there's many correct anyway so this is not really the main reason that i asked you to come to the podcast it's really <laughs> your 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 new um wait wait, wait. hold on hold on I okay wanna, i want something too so what our idea since it's a little um hard to get into clubs so our next idea and proposal is to take it to to um university With like a personalized logo. Got so, it. Yeah. I, I, that's definitely your first, you know, point of entry. It has to be, it is probably, I mean, I don't know why, but definitely in those uh, situations and at that age, um, people do dumb things, you know, not knowing the damage they're really doing. They don't even know what they're really, they're using it for at some point in time and they end up getting mixed up in worse things that they thought they were actually doing thinking they're doing a prank and it ends up you know going bad um so there are so many you know because i'm 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 hoping that some of the people that do this aren't really 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 bad 
let you know they just make mistakes let's call you know I, i'm I, you know rape and although you know uh, that's an, uh, another level um but you know people that may think let's let's drug this person and make fun of them or whatever and, and they take it to the next level that's that's a big issue so so yeah i think you gotta come in through there and and i'd be I, i'd love to check it out to see if if i can help yeah. bring it into the nightlife industry for sure um so the real reason uh that i brought lena onto the podcast is because we are going through a really really hard situation here with uh covid and, and this crisis is something that we don't know how long it's going to last. Yes, we are starting to reopening many places around the world. Uh, here, actually, we just, um, you know, came back onto, you know, the next phase one more time, which is reopening restaurants at 50%. Bars are still suffering, you know, um, but I guess we'll come back soon. Again, we have to make sure people want to come back. And, you know, so a lot of people have been let go. A lot of people are unemployed right now in the industry. And it is an industry that usually, you know, doesn't, you know, it hasn't gone through something like this, you know, where you don't know what to do. There's a lot of people that all they know, you know, is this, you know, bartending or waitressing or promoting or being an owner of a, of a bar, whatever it may be, but in the industry. And so you find yourselves in a situation where, when everybody else could probably say, hey, if you lost this job, you can easily find this other. You may be in a situation where it's a little complicated when maybe your strong suit, your forte is, you know, flair and throwing drinks up in the air or making the best drinks when drinks are not being sold. Right. Um, so, yeah. So so tell us a little bit about what you do um, with uh, Infinity Personnel. Okay, so Infinity Personnel is an employment agency mm -hmm. that I created two years ago. And I've been very blessed to work with many uh, different industries. I have a team of four, and we each specialize in like a different um, industry. Mm -hmm. I do know that the entertainment industry has been severely impacted um, for many reasons, obviously. Um, and one of the things that... that that I'm doing to like contribute to, to what's going on is um, I know it's very hard to find a job. Like you said, if you're a bartender or if you're a singer uh, for, for like the the bands at the clubs, mm -hmm. um, you don't have an additional source of income. I think now it's a good opportunity to, for people to, to know, not to think, to know that it's so important to have more than one source of income. Right. Because anything can can happen from one day to the next, right? So um, that's why I partner with the academy, which is an I school. Wait, say that again, because I I think I lost your voice for a second. What's the name? It's called, it's called uh, the academy. Okay. So it's an IT school where you can get certified in in cybersecurity, um, A plus. You know, I, there's like ten certifications. Which usually it costs money, but um, if you if you show them that you're 100 percent unemployed and and uh, willing to take the courses, you can get certified in as little as three weeks, and that's going to help you be more employable um, in the future. Because right now, 
uh, since everybody's working from home, that that's the industry where more more jobs are being um, are being. You know, they're not coming back, <laughs> pretty much. Exactly. Not for now, exactly. at least, right? Right, right. But so the IT industry right now is like a, a really good um, industry uh, to to get into, and maybe like if if you're if you were in the night nightlife industry you can join a company where you can do marketing or you can pr exactly pr freelance so i think i think that would be a good choice. let me ask a question is it is it easy because i know that a lot of people that are in the industry love the industry they're passionate about the industry and they are they can't wait till things reopen and, and get back in there and honestly i have to be want to push them to do that also as well um even though there might be some that you know are going there's no way i can't handle this kind of thing again i have to make sure that i you know have something uh stronger that i know i'm not going to lose or whatever you know the only thing that you can do is really build your own company in that sense uh, but then again it could go bad too <laughs> so um but are there jobs that people could take temporarily um also yeah. Um, yes. this is something that also goes through uh, someone like you, for example? Yes. So I, I handle uh, direct hires and temporary contracts. So a temporary contract is between three and four months or three and six months. Um, and it's definitely going to help in your resume because that way you don't have a gap and right. you can just be a freelance somewhere else. Right, right. Um Wow. So, so how hard is it for some like what if somebody who who's been doing this for a long time, you know, and they're a bartender, they've been waitressing, or you know, and they've been out of a job for the past six months, and their resume, you look at it, and all it says is that you know I was a hostess here, a bartender here, a waitress over here, um, and they want to find something else. Um, how hard is it? if they go on their own to try to find a job without using the help uh, of a professional in, in, in that sense? No, it's, it's not hard at all. It's not hard at all because you don't, you don't necessarily but I don't see why you wouldn't use a recruiter because if you're looking for a job and this is somebody that this is something that's not very clear to people, which is unfortunate because my services are free to you the person paying me is the company and right. for example i have even before the pandemic and now like i i contact people for jobs and they say yes yes i'll go to the interview after presenting the, the your resume to my client after that client getting back to me and say yes i want to interview this person either via zoom or via in person or the second time was uh, the sorry the first time was in person and then they they want a second interview in person and they don't show up and obviously it makes the recruiter look bad because right. the person didn't show up right but but at the same time it's like I get frustrated because it's a free service to you take advantage of that because hmm. I send you tips I review your resume I help you build your resume if I see something that doesn't match on your resume I'm gonna you know, be that uh, that person that's going to help you create a strong resume for your for for your next job, right. and 
And so, no, you don't need a recruiter for this. Um, if you build a good resume and in the summary, even if you don't, if you have experience in only bartending or, or being a waiter, a waitress, whatever, um, and you want to uh, take a leap of faith and apply for uh, an assistant position or any other position with a strong summary on your resume, I guarantee you that if it catches the eye of the the hiring person right. you're get how did this idea come about of of building of, of opening this company because you were in what finance was it banking yeah so i come from six years in private banking um it was a great experience it was a great experience but i always wanted to get into hr um, I started at a very early age, 19. I was very, making very decent money when, at a, when being a 19-year-old. So I just stick to it. I know you always paid for your your own drinks. That's one thing I know for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so I, I stuck with, with banking. And then two years ago, I would... Oh, so I always had the contact with recruiters because changing from, from job to job, um, I was using a financial recruiter. Okay. And that always caught my attention. Um, so two years ago, I started doing my own research because, you know, my dad, um, he, he had cancer. Right. So um, at the time, like, obviously I wanted to be, and, and thankfully to this day, I'm always there whenever he has a, a doctor's appointment or if he has a surgery or any anything. Right. So I wanted to have that flexibility to be um, in those times of needs for my family and also like in the future when I have my, my own kids, right? Right. So I started thinking, and I remember telling my, my co-worker at the time, and I was like, let's do this, let's do this. I have this idea, let's, let's be critters. And she was like, yes, but no, but yes, but no. And I understand because she had, she has two kids. I don't. Right. So I don't have nothing to lose, right? Um, so I took a leap of faith. And I'm so very thankful that I did. Because uh, I did my research. I, re I, I, I focused on the industries that I want to work with. Um, especially coming from a financial background. So I, I know all the positions, the requirements. So I started with banking, and then I moved forward to aviation uh, and small businesses because, you know, I'm a, I'm a boutique uh, agency. Right. So I wanted to also work with um, small companies, and, and that's what I've been doing. So let me ask you something. I have the one thing I haven't seen, and, and I might be wrong about this, but what I have not seen is, is an agency um that focuses on jobs in this industry per se um i mean i don't know i don't know if they're called anything different or or whatnot but but i i, I it's very hard for like and i know like a lot of people go to for example linkedin to find jobs and you know it's it's one of the best platforms for that um but but when it comes to the hospitality industry and entertainment there, especially there are no, there are yes um, I remember um, a friend telling me about it, uh, but you know, I'm not, I'm not, I was never into into that. But right. being like a promoter or like a promo model, 
for wines, right. for Bacardi. Right. So for... those things I've seen more. Yes. Yes. And they're dealt more like a modeling agency kind of thing or very, right. you know, entertainment. Yeah, but it's, it's also the same like a, a, a recruiting. It's recruitment. So there's a big difference between staffing and recruiting. So staffing mm -hmm. is for events. Right. And recruiting is mainly like corporate jobs or office-related jobs. Got it. So, well, I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking here out loud, but I believe there will be a, a, a need for, for a lot of people very soon um, because a lot of people that are waiting for their jobs, they may end up finding out that those venues decided not to open again. They have to find a new one, and they're going to try to get something in the industry anyway. Um, I also think that it's a good time for anybody who's in the industry to be getting, you know, a better education, even about about the industry itself. Yeah. You know, um, maybe if you were a bartender and you've been bartending for the past five years, maybe you get ready to become a bar manager when you come back instead of a bartender and grow in the industry. You know, in any position, just think about that. What would be that next step? Start getting ready for that, the possibility of taking a step up because people may also be leaving the industry and not coming back who were in that position. I think, you know, the two are going to be happening for sure. But the yeah, one... I, I think there's so many opportunities uh, that you can do. Um, I don't know, create a YouTube channel and mm -hmm. do tutorials. Or like if you're a mixer... Or create like a, a small group and, and do um, a one. Uh, sorry, do group um, group classes. Right. Or I remember my my uh, my aunt called me last week and she told me that she took an online course in Colombia about like soda drinks, how to make. So and I was like, oh, you know, next time tell me because I mean, you can't go anywhere, so might as well, you know, learn new things. So yeah. I think that's another like good opportunity to create content on something that you know that is your expertise. So there are there are uh, courses you know out there coaching on a, on any subject you know that you could think of. Um, yeah. In fact, Nightlife University. What I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna open that opportunity for you. If you guys have something, a talent in the industry that you think you can teach. And you can bring to the table and we can help others get better at that craft. I'll open the door. We'll check it out. Make sure that, you know, that it's par with the university and that, that it's a good product. And we can actually help other people. And, and I'd be glad to bring it on um, because, yeah, it's it's that it's a it's at this time. We have to be doing something. We can't just be sitting down, waiting, waiting. expecting help from the government and just sitting down. And, you know, that that cannot be. Um, it's, it. it's just a matter of being creative. Um, right. I believe. How, how did Boxy Charm start? You know about Boxy Charm, right? The box that you receive in the mail, and it's like twenty-two dollars a, a month, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I've seen so many things like that, and, and it's such great ideas. So what it is is you pay a, a, a monthly fee, mm -hmm. and you receive makeup, makeup right. that costs eighty dollars, like mm -hmm. five products. So the the whole box value can be maybe a hundred dollars, one hundred twenty dollars, and and you're getting it for twenty two dollars. But wow. obviously, it's volume, right? So Correct. that's that's what that's what they care. But you can come up with 
something like that within your industry. Like, mm -hmm. okay, for example, make a box for date nights. So you have drinks, you have, uh, I don't know, gummies, you have uh, things like that. I think it's just a matter of being creative right. and, and, and you can make a lot of things work. Yeah, memberships are the future for sure. I mean, it's where everything is going. Everybody has some membership going on. You know, everybody's at least Netflix we're all paying for, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I believe that too. I'm actually creating my own, just so you know. it's that That's coming out um, pretty soon. Um, Nina, thank you so much. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else that you would like to say to, um, to our viewers, listeners. I mean, if they have any questions, they can always reach out. Where can they find you? So my Instagram is at Infinity Personnel. I'm always putting tips. Um, I've been invited to many podcasts, uh, either for LinkedIn or how to create a good resume. Mm -hmm. And whenever, I mean, they can always come to me with questions or I can review their resume, give them tips. Um, One I'm question regarding a resume. Okay. Should people exaggerate? No. Okay. No, no, definitely not. Okay. Because good. then, when the person is doing the interview, right, they're gonna make a foot. They'll, they'll, they'll know they don't speak Japanese. Exactly. <laughs> All exactly. right, guys. So remember, you can follow me at the Nightlife Entrepreneur on Instagram. You can find all the courses at nightlife.university the podcast as well or at nightlifepodcast.com and remember to get the book on Amazon the nightlife entrepreneur um Lena again one more time thank you so much for coming thank you and i'll see you guys next week thank you thank you